0: Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and
1: more affordable than you might think.
0: Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level.
1: This is your call to action. Get prepared, America.
2: Yeah. Everyone all set? Cocked? Locked? Here we go. Your dial is set correctly to USA Prepares. Thank you for being in class with us today. Daniel is engineering at Genesis Communications Network. Daniel engineers on Mondays. And uh, uh, I was talking with Sergey, Dr. Sergey Sheely Sorin, over the weekend. His schedule is really bumper to bumper, jam packed. And so he's going to need some time off. So Frank is with us today for two hours and will be uh, for the foreseeable future. Welcome, Frank.
3: Hi, welcome. Yes, and whenever <laughs> Dr. Sergey wants to come on, it will be as I told you. My pleasure to just listen to him. <laughs> I love I love what he has to say. So hopefully yeah. it's, uh, uh, scheduled schedule—he's uh, up a bit in the near future. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know if he knows. The things that he says are so important to some of us, like me. So, and uh, how much we respect the knowledge of someone that's willing to come on the radio and, uh, and, and do a bit of a class like he does. So, And I, yeah. I totally adore this dad, and I hear he's doing fine, but he needs our prayers, and I have been thinking about him.
2: <laughs> yeah, Dr. Scheele is, is, uh, is doing fine. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. he could use our prayers. You know, class, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Scheele has been right all along about uh, COVID. He -hmm. was right about Dr. Fauci. Mm -hmm. Um, He was right about the masks. He was, uh, Dr. Fauci, just out of thin air, reportedly, um, just said six feet, you know, uh, not 6.2, not 3.1, six feet, just picked it out (laughs) out of uh, thin air. Uh, and, And there's a term in real estate for that. So here's a new term for you, Class P, the letter P is in Peter, F as in Frank, A, P F A, and that is plucked, P L U C K E D, from thin air, or plucked from air, meaning from
3: air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, there are yep, many interesting classes, Randy, but I hear well. Other than that, I had a great classes last week. Boy, and Kyle was right on the money with so many things that he was saying. He's a very smart man, and <laughs> when he says you are the gold standard, I kind of agree with him. He's very knowledgeable, and you are very knowledgeable. But as we say, the jack of all knowledge,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and master, and master of none. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well. Kind of, when you said that you haven't done your your wood stove yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, here, here's, the, here's the thing. I, I have all the materials, and the reason why we don't mm-hmm. have an inside wood stove, mm-hmm. several reasons. One, mm-hmm. every time you open the door, I don't care what kind of a wood stove it is, you're going mm-hmm. to get smoke in the house. Yeah. 100% certainty. That's number mm-hmm. one. Number two, mm-hmm. um, when you have wood that is seasoned, so let's say it's um, you know been out in the sun, out of the rain for let's say uh, a year or a year mm-hmm. and a half, um, bugs love it. So and and if it's cold outside and you bring the wood in and you have it in a little um, a bin, if you will, uh, by the fire gets mm-hmm. warmed up. The bugs say springtime. They say it's springtime and they hop out. <laughs> So that's another reason. And then uh, mm-hmm. well, the next reason is ash. Other than that, I can't mm-hmm. think of any reason not to have a wood stove in the house. Yeah.
3: Well, you know that I do a lot of wood stoves, uh, so, and, and this is not directed at you, but directed at our class. Um, Obviously, the concept of an airtight wood stove is my recommendation. Yeah, you can buy all sorts of wood stove. <laughs> and when I do inspections on my stove and, I, and the older styles where you open the door and the, the flue pipe is right there, and I'm saying, what kind of a savings is that? All you're benefiting is from radiant heat from the actual wood stove, airtight wood stove. Especially if you can put a blower in the back, I mean that's like the the catch cat's meow. And again, one hundred fifty dollars for that kind of I, I'm kind of familiar with that wood stove. Yeah, it's about two three thousand dollars now. <laughs> it was worth the drive to N- New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, yeah. and the guy
2: the guy had uh, one of them it was advertised on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. I happened to be on yeah. the East Coast at the time, and he happened to be in Northern New Jersey. And so I mm-hmm. called him up, and those were the days when people had uh, telephones that they would answer their phones, you know, mm-hmm. from somebody uh, that they didn't know. And uh, so I called him up, and I said, yeah, I'd like to come out, of, and uh, I'll be there. And, and so I met him, and he said, um, I got another one. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I said, okay. Um, so we agreed on a price, and I, and I bought that one. So I think for three hundred and fifty dollars, I ended up with two wood stoves, two beautiful
3: stoves. Uh, good, right you know,
2: uh, from one was from Belgium. I mean, they're just really really nice. Mm-hmm. So I knew I knew at some point in my life I might need them, and at that at that point in time, it was a really good really good value for me. And, mm-hmm. But they kept going up and up in price, <laughs> God, Two and $3,000 for a wood stove. Uh, it's because it's limited in production. Most people don't mm-hmm. want it. It's too much work. In mm-hmm. fact, mm-hmm. we have a friend who um, has an outdoor wood furnace, and he stopped using it because it's too much work. Well, it is a lot of work. There's no question about it. There it's right a lot up. of work. Sure. But so is earning, um, well, we have another friend who spends between five and $6,000 a year on propane five to six thousand dollars that's
3: a lot of money Yep.
2: yeah so in our case you know the the wood is almost free mm-hmm. we, when we'd buy it it'd be uh let's say 120 dollars for a year's worth of wood until the price went up then it you know hit maybe 300 and something dollars but that's still very inexpensive compared to propane and electricity right of course yeah and that's for yeah, heating
3: so that's hot water the- <laughs> and
2: and the house all year heating the hot water all year and, you know, Frank, that was one of the things I wanted to ask you about. Mm-hmm. A couple of things that, that I have on my list. One is cavitation. And that's uh, something I, I bet you there's, there's not a single broadcast, radio broadcast, that's ever talked about cavitation in hydronic systems. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Um, and the other thing is these hang-on-the-wall instant hot water heaters. Now, it, they say instant. It's not exactly instant, but it's pretty so no. as compared to um, a hot water heater with a tank. Now when we built this house we could have bought one of those instant hot water heaters you know for the Mm -hmm. whole house but i didn't because i was concerned about two things and i'd love to hear your comments number one is it is 100 percent dependent on pressure so if you have zero pressure let's say the well pump fails or something fails in the plumbing system you've got no hot water you can't go Mm -hmm. into the basement for example and drain some hot water out of the tank and you don't have a reserve hot water or a reserve water supply Should something go wrong and you need water, you know, for for drinking, if you have a 40-gallon hot water heater and if you flush it regularly, well, you've got 40 gallons of water in an emergency, ready to go, right there. So Mm -hmm. those were uh, – and the other thing is the cost to repair. The cost to repair a hot water heater with a tank typically would be an element unless you have a leak. And an element is, you know, they used to be $20, maybe $30, mm-hmm. maybe $50 today if you do it yourself. So those are the reasons that went into it. What are your thoughts about the instant hot water heater versus the tank
3: type? <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I'm laughing because I could have had all those, but guess what I have in my basement with my hot water? A very basic electric uh, hot water tank. I if you use them properly if they're in a the basement that is not uh, like that's heated or with a blanket and the cost of them <laughs> uh Like you're looking at, well, I've just priced a job for a customer this week, and it was like the hot water tank of 40 gallons. Oh, God, it's so hard between the U.S. and Canadian gallons. (laughs) It was like $700. Now, I'm changing that for propane full hot water tank, which is about $2,300. So, like, I mean, you can buy five of these tanks if you don't know how to change the element. So my thought is, <laughs> is I could have had them, any of those, uh, but I, I, I'm I, sticking with my electric hot water tank, and I think it's the it's property to go now. And then you can do all sorts of things with it. Like, for example, you've added your wood uh, outside wood furnace to it. Um, <clears throat> there's, uh, We've talked many times about these Wiesmann, uh, uh, hot water panels that you can buy. It doesn't have to be Wiesman per se. You can plug that right into your, your electric hot water tank. So it's very, very versatile. Now, going back to those hang-on-on-demand uh, hot water tanks. Yeah, it's there are a number of things that I don't like about them. I'm not saying that they don't have a function, and maybe the Place that they may have a function, and it is just. And this is a maybe. If you have like ten kids in the house and you all want to take showers on a Saturday, you're not waiting around, putting your time for hot water. But on other than that, like every time those things come on, vents is like a hundred, a hundred ninety thousand BTUs, like almost twice the the uh, the BTUs of a basic furnace.
2: Are you still there? so you're talking about a, you're talking about a, a propane model right
3: I mean, yeah propane models yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the hung the hung the hung boilers then huh? yeah the mm-hmm. propane condensing mm-hmm. uh, hot water hot water boilers yeah uh, so and then of course sorry
2: no that that's an enormous amount of fuel enormous yes. and then yeah. and then you have some other things that go along with that and so a lot of stopping and starting with those right because it's, well, it's not like a burner comes on, heats the hot water, shuts off for mm-hmm. a couple hours, no. and then comes back on again. This thing is on, off, on, off <laughs> every, every time there's a demand for it, right?
3: Yeah. See, the thing is, obviously, if you're doing... Are you still there? There's a lot of... Hello?
2: Yes, yeah, I'm sorry, yes.
3: <laughs> No, there's, there's a lot of noise on the line, that's why. So, like, obviously, we want to control the temperature coming out of, the, of those tanks. So what suffers for the, the temperature to be always the same is water pressure. That's why they say, and it depends on the cost of the unit, Uh, you know, if you do more than three things using the instantaneous hot water thing, your water pressure will drop to almost nothing because it literally forces the water to slow down so that it can keep that constant temperature. So, so therefore, (laughs) what do you want to do? Do you want to do laundry or do you want to do a dishwasher or do you want to take a bath? Like all these choices. The one that the, the one that's uh, always um I get complaints after I've done that, and i i will do them. I mean, if the customer insists and, and that's what they want, then that's fine is what we call the sandwich. <laughs> have you ever heard of that term vince?
2: Well, if you're talking about uh, a heat exchanger, yes I have is that what you mean
3: yeah it's it's huh? a It's a difference between you opening up the tap, the flame coming on heating the water. So you open up the tap, you're going to your shower, and probably there's a a bit of hot water there at the beginning, but then all of a sudden, (laughs) this cold water comes for maybe two, three, four seconds, but when you're in a shower, (laughs) it's a lot of cold water before it it gets back into its, uh, uh, its shape. The bad thing about them is if you don't have proper, and we've talked about water softeners and all of this, just a proper uh, hard waterness, uh, like uh, no more than nine parts per per whatever it is, and then those uh, those coils will get uh, plugged up. Uh, between you and I, it's about one eighth of an inch diameter. Even though oh, the outside pipe is about half an inch. Way too 20. small.
2: Yeah.
4: That's 818-984-6100. Shop supertea.com.
1: Pencils, paper, notebooks, iPads. Class is now in session. USAprepares.com Educational Radio. Set your memory to high power. Your USAprepares.com instructor, Vincent Finelli, at the controls.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we're talking about uh, hot water heaters the tank type versus the tankless type Mm -hmm. and in our house we went with the standard electric uh tank type Mm -hmm. and uh, we have an 80 gallon 80 and the reason i did that was our house when we uh, first built it it was for uh our children uh, mrs Finelli, me and my parents so there were a number of us here and um I converted it. As soon as I put the wood stove in, I converted mm-hmm. it to to a, uh, a sidearm uh, heat exchanger system, and I disconnected the wiring. So we have the wiring for the hot water heater, but it's not connected. So literally, the heat from the outdoor wood furnace travels underground uh, through some PEX piping. It goes through a sidearm heat exchanger, which is something we built right alongside the, the hot water uh, tank. And it is a a heat exchanger. So it it exchanges the heat that comes from the outside wood furnace and puts that heat in the hot water, in the hot water tank. And we've never run out of hot water. I mean, 80 gallons of hot water is plenty, especially when you use low volume uh, restrictor type shower heads. And so if we wanted to do laundry with hot water and do wash the dishes and take two showers at the same time, all of that would be fine. It's not that we Mm -hmm. do, but it would be fine. And, Frank, when you said one eighth of an inch for the water to flow through the heat exchanger of a tankless mm-hmm. hot water heater, you know, the yeah. first thing that comes to my mind is hard water. Hard water is gonna, okay. gonna plug that thing up in like a couple of years at the that's, at the latest.
3: That's right. That's why when you read your manual, the warranty period, if it says that if you, you know, if we find that your heat exchanger and they do go is because of hard waterness, then they will be able to see right away <laughs> that there will be no heat, no warranty on your heat exchanger <laughs> period. <laughs> so no, no. yeah,
2: and, okay. And it, so it uses a lot of gas. That means you mm-hmm. have to have, uh, if, if you have the, um, you know, the propane or natural gas model. So you have to have it vented outside. Is that correct?
3: That's right. So no, it's another uh, hole it's, in the house. So, one of the solutions that they have for what they call the cold sandwich is to have a little tank, electric tank beside it, <laughs> so that when you first turn the shower, you're actually getting the hot water from a small tank. Now, I have to say that there are different models in, in the market. That use different technologies, uh, uh, and one if one was going to think that route, uh, one would investigate further what other other models. Okay, uh, so uh, so let's be fair to that kind of the <laughs> industry. But most of the your run-of-the-mill uh, instantaneous hot water tanks that you do on the wall you will experience these problems. Uh, you can only do so many, so many things at a time, uh, large amounts of BTUs, vent it outside, and you are going to get that problem with sand. Now, here's the interesting thing. For, for, for warranty purpose, you need to have those coils cleaned every year. And report, report it. Now, to clean those heat exchangers is about a half an hour of being there watching this chemical flow through the heat exchanger. And it's like almost $150 to do something like that. So every year, no matter what, if you want to keep that warranty, you need to have someone uh, do that procedure.
2: So, Frankly. all I, all, let me it, see if I've got this, let me see if I've got this right. Yeah. So this, this, uh, tankless water heater on demand water heater, you have to clean the coils and those are the ones, the heat exchanger actually, that the, that the cold mm-hmm. water goes through to get heated up. Right. So you're going to have to That's clean right. the inside of those copper pipes, I guess. Yes. And. And so you do that with a chemical, but this is this is the drinking. This is the drinking water supply.
3: Well, Correct. <laughs> That's right. The chemical is kind of safe. Uh, a lot of people use vinegar, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. so okay. yeah. So there, there there is that that safety factor on it. But uh, it, it, you do you do need to add a. There is a special um, thing like a pump and a pail which put this chemical in and you just let it flush through it for about a half an hour and believe me the dirt that comes out of some of our units that I've done this to is just <laughs> I just wonder how they uh, actually haven't worked but uh, yeah so I think
2: okay so Frank when we come back from this break let's let's just compare that to draining the tank type hot water heater and how much does that cost we'll be right back.
0: a news update. Once a fixture at the Trump White House press room, newly elected governor of Arkansas Sarah Huckabee Sanders says she'll be staying in Little Rock, not in D.C.
6: I am honored to serve as governor, and I hope I get to do it for the next seven years.
0: That's after she was asked on CBS Face the Nation if she would consider being Donald Trump's VP. Box office best movies remain unchanged this past weekend with Mean Girls still at the top for the second straight week. The teen musical comedy garnered nearly $12 million in its second week of release. It was also the only film to break the $10 million mark. The Beekeeper, Wonka, Anyone But You, and Migration rounded out the top five. And the NFL's conference championship games are set. The Ravens will take on the Super Bowl champion Chiefs in the AFC. The Cinderella Story Detroit Lions will face the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News.
7: Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at NutriMedical.com.
5: Yours free at mysolarbackup.com.
7: I don't know, there's something happening. This to be sliding. Winter today is hot. Watch God, you'll take my. When you got a For two seconds, during
1: Class is back in session. Turn up the volume. USAprepares.com with the original survival economist, Vincent Fennelli.
2: Frank Pacheco's uh, please. In Canada. And uh, we're talking about hot water heaters. Frank, the, the tank-type hot water heater, what is the maintenance that that would require as compared with the maintenance of of a tankless hot water heater,
3: <laughs> uh, every now and then, <laughs> if you can remember, but i at least once a year, go down and turn the, the 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 what we call the drain tap on the bottom, and at least take a pail of water and As you're doing that, just look and see how that water is, uh, uh, and that's really about it (laughs) because, obviously, uh, sediment uh, is where it ends up in the bottom of your tank. Uh, If you have an electric tank like you said and I do, it's not a very major issue if sediment gets to the bottom of that tank. However, if you have a propane or a natural gas-run tank, And if that sediment keeps piling to the bottom, to the bottom, to the bottom, guess what happens? The tank will have to work that much harder to heat the water to the point that, and it's honestly to goodness sake, you go to to a a dealer and you'll find five of these propane or natural gas uh, run tanks as opposed to the electric ones. So it literally ruins the bottom of the tank and then develops a leak. And it's not unusual for a propane or a hot or a natural gas tank that hasn't been maintained the way that I'm saying to not last then more than ten years where the electric ones <laughs> it will all uplive you, <laughs> yeah, and that's so, such an <clears throat> important little concept mm-hmm. i mean like you you by doing this thing once a month you're saving yourself a good two to three thousand dollars of installing another propane tank eh?
2: so yeah. So, so Frank, is are you finding that that people don't know? Are your customers just, you know, you, you show up after someone else has installed it. They're, they're living in this house for a while. Then they have a problem. They call you. And is, do you find out that they didn't know that they're supposed to drain the hot water tank and to well, remove the sediment?
3: <laughs> the question didn't know. It's, it's probably it's out of mind, out of sight in the basement. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, nobody probably told them. It's not something that you're gonna read in a manual, do this, it's something that our, our class, our students will know from me having to deal with it. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> so, there you are class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just by listening to us, you could sell yourself a lot of money, because there is no no, no notes like make sure you do this every month or every year, or whatever it is. But mm-hmm. from my experience and seeing that uh, a tank only lasts about eight, nine years, you go and like, I've had occasions where I, I try to drain the water and the water is not coming off because and that uh, drain tap on the bottom of your tank is usually about three or four inches from the bottom. But that's how much sediment that there is down there that the water is not even coming out of the out of that drain, to, uh, drain tap. Huh? That's uh, right. So you could right. see I've, I've seen how it. much.
2: I have seen it all- myself. Uh, you know yep. with, with houses that we bought that uh, used houses, if you want to call them that uh, someone else you know built it, and uh, the previous mm-hmm. owner did not drain the tanks and so what I have done is i 've taken um, some flexible oh like a uh, uh, a straw a strong zip tie and poked through there or used a coat hanger to get partial of the way through there and and uh, poked my way through so I could get some of that sediment out but you 're absolutely <laughs> right. And so, Frank, what does a – if someone were to say, you know, I've got this addition in my house, and I'd like to put a tankless hot water heater in there uh versus a tank-type hot water heater, what would the cost be for one versus the other, and just the average cost? Because I know each, in, well, uh, each I, insulin I, is
3: different. I, there's so many of them in the market. Vince, to be honest with you, in terms of price, uh, I would, if I was doing an estimate for a customer that they did wanted to go with a, with a, a water on demand, I would be asking how many people in the house and so on and so forth. But uh, three thousand dollars, is seems to be a, about an average cost to install. Now I'm in. a North, I don't, uh, and obviously Canadian dollars. Uh, so uh, and so there, that that's around what it goes. But like as I said, there's so many different brands, so many different uh, setups uh, that one would need to consider. But that's uh, as opposed to uh, you know doing electric uh, hot water tank just done one this week was no more than twelve hundred dollars. The tank was about eight and was a day's work there. Um, well, you know, half a day's work with four hundred dollars my cost of doing the job and customers happy.
2: Right. And and so when Frank when you do this do do your customers really factor in the cost of the installation so so for example what I'm saying is they look at a tank and they say, "Okay, I could have a six hundred dollar tank, or an eight hundred dollar tank, or let's say a thousand dollar tank, but the labor is all going to be the same. Why don't we go with the, you know, the best tank? Do, do they consider that, or do they go for, you know,
5: the lowest price?"
3: I make them consider, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so it, 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 because. When you when you're in business, and I'm sure like you at Ben in in the auto automobile uh, car repair business, it's you they're going to call yeah. <laughs> for six years on the line and say, but you know so so therefore, <laughs> for my honor, my protection, and uh, mm-hmm. and I try to to tell them, okay, this is a stainless steel, this is this this is that and that, and and it, it goes also to a warrant. You see the warranty to me, is such an important aspect of how good that uh, that thing is. And it doesn't really matter what it is. <laughs> if a manufacturer is only going to give you a one-year's warranty, they know. They know what can go wrong within a year. But if a manufacturer is, wants to give you 12-year's warranty or 10-year's warranty, which is not uncommon, but it is the average for a hot water tank, then you can almost be sure that's a, a, a better tank quality. Um so and that goes for across the board because I do a lot of warranty work and eh? uh so if if you if you do the the least amount of research at least find out how much warranty is this product against that product. Uh or, or the same product but how many uh, uh sorry. But the difference in style of product, like a stove, is that um, do I get five year warranty or do I get you know ten year warranty or something like that? Huh? So warranty is a is a nice uh, leveling uh, leveling field if you're choosing a product of some sort.
2: When when you um, look at the cost of a um, tankless versus a tank type um, hot water heater, you mentioned about. Um, $1,200 for an electric one. I guess that's a 40-gallon, right? What that's would, installed, yeah. Yes, 40-gallon installed. Yeah, 40-gallon, yeah. Canadian dollars. What mm-hmm. would the equivalent be in a tankless type?
3: In, in terms of the money? Yes. The mm-hmm. cost? You're looking at $3,000 for okay. average for a, a tankless hot water system
2: installed. And is, is an electric one, electric hot water heater, more or less expensive for a replacement um, tank v- uh, versus
3: tankless, uh, the electric hot water tank is, is less ex- is less expensive. Mm-hmm. It, and, um, oh, I'm not understanding the question properly, but for example, if you if I went to your house and you had a tankless hot water systems and you want mm-hmm. me to put another one in, the first thing I'd, I would recommend is have you thought of just a simple ordinary hot water tank. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's that would be my first recommendation. And I mean, customers are customers, and they say, "Well, no, I've been happy with this." Then, then the next step we we go through is, "Okay, well, these are these brands which you know, and then these are the features." And I have a number of different brands that I have, you know, up my sleeve, mm-hmm. and, and then I try to uh, coordinate. You know, Accordingly, try to push them to what brand I think it will be a better value. M- my thing is always value. Vince, mm-hmm. I am not saying, and in- 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 unfortunately, or I'm hoping that my uh, competition the same way. I'm here to help the customer and a man have a happy customer <laughs> for many years down the line. So, yeah,
2: I, uh, and, and when you when you talk about value class, value. Um, I worked for a company. It was a Fortune 100 company right out, of, uh, right out of school. And the the slogan that we had used the term value or the word value in it. And value does not mean the lowest price. It does not mean the highest price. What it really means is the best product for the money. The best product for the money. So it might be... In the middle, in terms of price, it might be just below middle, it might be a little above middle, or it could be the highest price, but you can be darn sure it's not the lowest price, (laughs) because you're going to be replacing it, whatever it is, um, sooner than you thought if you get the... on All things being equal. If a company makes something and it's the absolute lowest price, they did that by taking material out, they did that by... um, uh, you know, I, I talk about Fords, and I say if it takes four bolts to to hold that device on a Ford, F- Ford uses three, <laughs> and, and that's what <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. I mean, Ford is the only company that I know that spark plugs launch out of the uh, at the head of the engine. They just Mm-hmm. The threads can't hold the spark plugs in it. They're the only company that I know that, that has that problem. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean by three bolts instead of four. Yeah. But value is is how I look at everything.
3: <laughs> and, everything. And, 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 okay, for example, right now, yeah, up here, Cole, been doing a lot of furnaces. To me, what is a, what is value to a customer when I'm in, I'm telling them, what kind of furnace I want to be. It will not be the cheapest furnace, because to me, the value of selling them a furnace, especially up here with our condensing furnace, I want a furnace that has a primary, that's the first heat exchanger, and the secondary, so most furnaces, a condensing furnace has to. They both need to be stainless steel. Why do I want that for my customer, even though they're going to pay maybe another $1,000? And I'm not joking here. But I know that that furnace with the primary and secondary heat exchanges is going to last them for 20 years, where if they buy something inferior a little bit cheaper, then I know then five, six, maybe eight years, especially where it's it's installed, it's probably only going to last about eight eight years. So, so to me, that's value. Paying that extra thousand dollars to get something that's going to be that much better in the long run. And we always forget, especially people that are buying stuff, that it's not just in the savings of electricity. Like when you when you when you're looking at a product expense, you you got to think that there is going to be a repair (laughs) and that repair is going to is going to take away from from the value of that product.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Frank, as as you're saying that, I was thinking about one thing that if a person did, if they have hard water, if they just move to a, a, add a water softener in there with a Mm -hmm. particulate filter, whole house uh, particulate water filter, they, the life of, Pretty much every single appliance they had have would last probably a couple times longer, right? I'm talking about dishwashers, washing machines, faucet aerators, faucet valves, everything, right?
1: Zero five two three eight hundred two eight four zero five two three. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage, and you should too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company whining. Only expert guests and seasoned opinions. Instruction that matters. At The Controls, Vincent Finelli.
2: Frank Pacheco's with us. She's in Canada, and he's got uh, decades of experience uh, installing, repairing, servicing appliances uh, for the home. And Frank, I have uh, just one other question, I think, about the tankless hot water heater. Do they have a pressure um, tank that goes with it, you know, hangs off the side of it?
3: (laughs) You don't really need one in a hot water system. There's nothing wrong with putting them uh, because it's an open system. Uh, So, so therefore, uh, so there is no build-up pressure per se. The pressure is uh, is simply a hot water tank, uh, water going into a tank, and once you open the tap, that's when it kind of starts. So, but um, uh, there's nothing wrong with putting uh, uh, one of those. Uh, and I for maybe we should explain to the class what you're talking about. The pressure tank is kind of an air, uh, semi air-filled tank that will absorb. Because it, when you heat water, it expands. So you want that uh, that expansion to be taken care of, of something, i.e., the pressure tank, as opposed to blowing up your pipes. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. for simply the domestic hot water system is not a, 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 a common Or I mean, it, you can install it, but it's not a it's not a prerequisite. However, in the boiler system, okay, where you are heating water and it's a closed. And for sure you need one of those, or else your relief valves <laughs> will start to go up. So yeah. that does answer is there, your question. Is there
2: a relief valve uh, in one of these systems? Yes, there
3: is. There okay. is. Yeah. yeah so,
2: there is one. And that, that makes a lot of sense, class, because when you heat a liquid, mm-hmm. water included, it expands. And so if you don't have a pressure relief system, if if for some reason that heating system just keeps heating and doesn't stop heating, that water pressure will uh, either cause a uh, connection in the pipe to fail or the pipe to fail or the hot water heater. There'll, there'll be a burst somewhere. You'll have water mm-hmm. flowing if that happens. So it's – and, you know, they show – Frank, they show these um, – tankless water heaters just hanging on the wall as if they don't leak. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect them not to leak. I would expect to have a
3: problem at, at some point with them.
2: Am I right or am I wrong?
3: Well, you're somewhat right. Yeah, the, I, the chances of them leaking are not uh, like something will go wrong before they actually leak. Unlike your your other tanks, the electrical mm-hmm. or or the propane, where <laughs> you will not know that there is a leak until you <laughs> kind of step on water in your basement. Uh, but uh, and. Yeah, it, they're not as common to uh, to leaking as as, as the uh, the other ones, but they do and can uh, mm-hmm. leak.
2: Yeah, and, and you know wherever there's wherever there's water, you can mm-hmm. have a leak. Yeah. Okay, under your kitchen sink, your bathroom mm-hmm. sink, you know the supply mm-hmm. to the toilet can leak. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a, a lot of places where wherever there's water, you you can have a leak, including the roof of your house. Yeah.
3: Um but we're gonna no talk events.
2: about. We're going to talk about appliances, but can we just talk a little bit about cavitation? I learned something about cavitation.
3: You learned something about that. I heard about the, your little problem with your cavitation on your wood boiler. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So here's, here's what it is, class. If you've ever seen um, movies, they have you know, like a, a ship, and you see the propeller turning uh, in the water, and, all, and you see bubbles coming out. That's cavitation. If you see mm-hmm. a submarine and the propeller is engaged at you know, uh, absolute maximum speed, you'll see cavitation. So there's water, and you, you wonder, where do these bubbles come from? It's underwater, <laughs> right? Well, I have a, a closed system um, wood stove, and there is a pump that circulates water from the outside wood furnace in, underground into the house and then through a heat exchanger in the uh, ductwork system, if you will, and then back to the uh, outdoor wood furnace to get reheated. And it goes round and round and round, and it's closed. It it doesn't leak. It's great. And I installed the pump exactly the way I was supposed to, according to the diagrams, you know, um, almost 15 years ago. But there's cavitation because the pump needed to be not where they showed it, let's say, uh, 16 inches or so below the top water level. It needed to have about four feet of water above the pump. So I needed more downward pressure of the water to prevent those air bubbles. And Mm -hmm. I was talking to this gal at TACO, T-A-C-O, the pump company. Mm -hmm. And um, she said, it sounds like you've got a cavitation problem. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, it really does. So that's what the problem is. I need to lower the pump. And as soon as it stops freezing, I'm going to lower the pump to um, where it should be. But that's different from the installation instructions of the wood stove so the wood stove said you know, put it up higher uh-uh, it needed to be lower so that's why the pumps are wearing out so Frank mm-hmm. can you talk about cavitation and how how do you prevent
3: cavitation well I, I hear the music I don't know we're going to a commercial or should I keep on going yeah. well <laughs> it's uh, one cavitation is obviously as you explained is the air going around and uh, in my boilers uh, I, I I hear it now <laughs> Okay, so
2: when we come back,
3: we'll go through the whole thing. Yeah,
2: Yeah. we'll talk about cavitation. And these are little explosions. And they just beat up the circulation pump. And you'll probably get maybe one tenth the life expectancy out of them. Then we're going to talk about how to buy used appliances. Frank's with us. He's got a wealth of
1: wellness and self care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com. Or just search for Sunny Bay heating pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay.